Cracking thousand-year-old parrot, a girl grieving her mother, and a boy missing his father save two worlds. In the new fantasy thriller Whip Eye, Samantha and Jake have 24 hours to face their greatest fears and find out if the supernatural staff, Whip Eye, can defeat an ancient evil guardian. Chased by monsters and unsure who to trust, can Samantha and Jake learn to trust each other? This fast-paced adventure is about trusting yourself, protecting others, and discovering the beauty of nature. Over 100 different species of wild animals are mentioned. Whip-Eye is a unique blend of magical creatures and wildlife, a surprise-filled story that will appeal to readers of all ages. Watch the Whip-Eye book trailer on YouTube. Whip-Eye, book one of the Whip-Eye Chronicles by Jeffrey Sign. Getting great reviews everywhere. Whip-Eye at Amazon.com. See 
I'm CEO of BlackHairGrowth.biz. As I said last week, my background is totally different from what I'm doing now and what's uh, given me the idea or the license thought to follow the vision because my background for the last 14 years has been in criminal justice. My degree is in psychology. My certification is in chemical dependency. So I've been working with addicts for the last 14 years. And then to come over here and transition into the healthcare world or the beauty world, it's like who would have thought? They they have nothing to do with each other, but yet they're connected. So that's who I am in a nutshell. All right. Well, I like that nutshell. <laughs> and you're going to come and you're going <laughs> to share your passion and your expertise with us. And um, we're just going to get started. I'm going to let you lead the way. I, I already took pen and paper out so I can take notes because I, I think I can always learn more about pursuing my purpose. But, you know, we're going to talk too, but I'm, I'm going to take some notes because I know you got a wealth of information for us. So go ahead. Well, I always love your questions. I mean, they're just so perfect, so feel free to jump in. It kind of inspired me to step it up and say, hey, let me go ahead and work on releasing this audio lesson because this needs to be said. I just love that slogan. And there are so many (laughs) – that was just brilliant. Um, There are so many people in this world that are unhappy going to their job from day to day. I'm not going to say everybody. But there are a lot of people who get up every day, you know, saying, I hate going to this place. It's so chaotic. Uh, Mm -hmm. not respectful or they act like they don't care or they're lazy, whatever the complaint is. And a lot of times you reach a position of being uncomfortable so you'll do something different. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to be working at 9 to 5 for somebody else for the rest of your life. Now, it is the easier thing to do. But maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing for the rest of your life. So at some point in time, you have to say, what else is there out there? Now, I'm not an advocate to tell people to just, hey, quit your job. Get up and quit your job today and go start something different. No, I I wouldn't suggest that because the bills are going to come while you're still trying to build that brand. Mm -hmm. But I will say, if you can just take a step, you know, the journey of a 1,000 miles begins with one step. If you can just take that step, which is to first of all make a decision to follow that vision, things can turn in a different direction in your life. So Mm -hmm. that's what part one is basically about. You know, it's about finding out, first of all, who are you? I I wouldn't just throw somebody out there and say, hey, start a business. The average person may say, start a business doing what? You know, what am I supposed to do? You have businesses that generate a lot of profit, but then you have businesses that do not generate a lot of profit in the beginning. So you you have to be okay with the decision, you know, that you make. But, you know, I don't want to do all the talking. Did you want to jump in there and ask any questions? Well, I, I did have a question. I was going to wait for you to breathe just one second, and I was hopping right in there. You said this is the first part, so... How many parts, uh, the first step you said is to, you know, figure out who you are and what you want to do, but how many parts do you have in this series? I am expecting at least four to five parts right now. I'm just focusing on part one and part two. Okay. Part two okay. is going to be uh, believing in yourself, and, and that deals Ooh. with the naysayers. That deals with the self-esteem, because a lot of people want to start a business, but in the back of their mind, they think, can I really do it? Or is this a dumb mm-hmm. idea? If you go mm-hmm. pitch this idea to somebody else, your close friends, you know, a stranger, we may not care what they say. 
but your friends and your right. family, they can really hurt your self-esteem. The, the people so, who you're going to borrow money from, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they may convince you it's a stupid idea and you're about to waste yeah. my money. Exactly, so, exactly. That's um, well, you, you, said, you said one thing. You said one thing. You said, well, I won't tell a person to jump out there. And I won't tell them that, not without knowing what they're supposed to be doing. But what I've noticed, and I'm, this is a question to you um, in the midst of these comments I'm about to make, what I've noticed is that if a person does not go all in, like there's no fear of loss, they don't have any fear of anything, like if I have a nine to five and I'm, I'm doing okay, and this is a few, a few times I've encountered this with people, they have a nice job, they want to maintain the same lifestyle, they want to start a business, but I don't want to give up, you know, carrying my Michael Kors bags or I don't want to stop going to, you know, five-star restaurants. I don't want to stop, you know, living nice and plush. So Mm -hmm. for that person, I've noticed they do not ever start their business. So they say they want to start a business. What do you say to that person? You're saying, you know, transition into it, but they don't want to give up because they realize when I start transitioning, I'm going to have to give up some things. I would dare say for them to jump in full, um, full, both feet, but you're saying, no, I'm not going to tell you to do that. So talk to me there. Okay, okay, let me make sure I understand the question. What I'm hearing is there may be people that want to start a business, but they're working a nine-to-five, and they're used to this lifestyle. They're used to the mm-hmm. designer clothes, you know, the five-star mm-hmm. restaurants. And then what you're telling them is, hey, you got to put that down and jump in this business full force, and then they may be feeling like, well, wait a minute, now I don't want to give up this lifestyle, and now i got to start from scratch. Is that is that what you're basically asking? Right, right. Okay. Again, I may be a person that takes a different approach than everybody mm-hmm. else, but I would not say jump into that lifestyle full force because mm-hmm. that's not something I did. I enjoy mm-hmm. working that corporate job, making good money every year, and then I enjoy the business generating money. I enjoy it on my breaks being able to pull up my email and see sales coming in, but I'm still on a nine-to-five job where I have a guaranteed check every two weeks. So for mm-hmm. me, I enjoy the lifestyle. I enjoy going to Vegas on my birthday, you know, and going to Ooh. L.A. twice a year or three times a year. I enjoy that. So I had to pay the price, you know, to be able to do that. I used to always hear my mom say, um, it costs to be the boss. And at yes, the time, it does. I understand what she meant, you know, because I was young mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, what are you talking about? But right. I see what she's saying now. When you get up every morning, you go to that job for 930, and then you get off at 6 o'clock or 630, and then you go home, get supplies, and then you come home and work till midnight, that was my life because I wanted to enjoy that. So I worked hard, but I played hard. And I didn't stop doing that until I got to the point where I said, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired every day when I go to work. You know, I'm, I'm frustrated because the job and is see, demanding. Let me, let me jump in right there because that was the thing. Go ahead, go they ahead. They say, okay, well, I could transition from it, but I don't want to be tired all the time. I Because I'm giving, I'm giving you the excuses. So this is what we encounter um, <laughs> when we're trying to convince other people to do what we're doing. Maybe not exactly how we did it, but. I hear you, T, but see, right there when you said you were talking about being tired, I don't want that. <laughs> you don't want Okay. I don't, I, so <laughs> only you know your limit. Only you know mm-hmm. what you're willing to do. So when you get to that point, that's when you may say, okay, well, maybe I should talk to my boss and see if I can go part-time. 
Because that's what I did at first. I talked to my boss. I okay. said, can I go part-time? He said, no, you know, you're a director. I need you here. I need you maintaining these offices. I can't have a part-time director. So I said, okay, uh-huh. you know, he don't, he don't want to do it that way. So I'm okay. going to have to do it another way. And okay. I just started speaking things into existence, you know, where by – uh, January 1st, 2014, I wanted to already resign and get off that job, but I was afraid, and I'm just being honest. I had uh, fear. Yeah. Well, yeah. What, if, what if I let go of this job making all this good money, and then here it is, I can't even tell you what my income is going to be next month because when you own your own business, it fluctuates. You, you, yes. you can't pinpoint that. But on this job over yes. here, I know every two weeks, this uh, check is going to hit this account. So... Whether I work hard or not, I know it's, it's set up that way. You can have some days on a nine to five that you can say, I don't really feel like doing nothing today. You kind of, you know, float around. But in your own right. business, the the thing about being able to float around, like, I'm not really going to do nothing. I'm just going to chill with my friends today. I'm just going to sleep in. You pay for that. So there's a difference. Right. And it's not paycheck to paycheck. It's project to project. So, I mean, the fear is real. So I, I don't try to tell anybody anything different like, oh, don't be afraid. Do it afraid. You're going to be scared. Over the past five years, I've cried. Oh, my, matter of fact, um, T, when I left my job, because I had the same scenario, I was actually going back to school for a degree, and I needed mm-hmm. to, the hours that I needed to be at work, I, ha- I had already waited 15 years, first of all. So the pressure mm-hmm. was on to finish the bachelor's. So 15 years, three kids later, I'm working on this job. I think I'm doing a good job, but they're telling me the position that I have, they need me there, and they don't have anybody else they can put in that, but I need 16 weeks with this class because they don't offer it another hour. You know, if I could, I'd keep going in the evening like I've been doing. Well, Mm -hmm. I had the same conversation. I'm not going to be able to accommodate you. Well, I'm like two semesters away from walking across the stage. Do you think I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to wait another 15 years to be accommodated? I um, made a last decision. And it was coupled with an event that I helped with. And I was like, you know what? I work really hard for other people. I can do this for myself. Well, mm-hmm. you don't know how soon the money is going to come in for you. So, yeah, you begin to phase out. Mine wasn't, well, I'm going to give myself a due date. It was like a two-day notice. And my, my thing was I went to my mom, and I said, well, my mom, that's who I borrow money from. So, and, you know, so I figured she'd tell me what I need to do. If I need to go back mm-hmm. to work, my mom is going to tell me to go back to work. Because if she don't tell me, I'm like, well, you told me to quit my job, and I need you to pay my, my rent for me. So I figured <laughs> she'd, she'd, answer, she'd give me the answer I needed. So I cried my eyes out felt like somebody was about to die. Listen, keep listening to the story. Miss Ann is a piece of work, okay? Uh, (laughs) But um, I was just like, okay, I I know know if I go to her, even if I don't like what she says, she's going to give me what I need to do right now, right? And I'm thinking about this logical woman I grew up with. You know, she works, and she tells us, like your mom said, I pay the cost to be the boss. I can walk around, you know, how I want to. I can eat what I want to. You do what I tell you to do. I'm the boss, Okay. Right, so I right. Thought for sure I, I thought for sure I knew what she was going to tell me, so I just needed her to say it out loud, and then I'm just going to do what my mama said five years ago, right? So mm-hmm. I'm crying my eyes out, feeling like I'm going to die if i got to go back to that job on Monday. I can't do it. And what really bothered me, not that I was being mistreated, because the, the sweetest thing is they'd never had, I'd never had any problems with my checks. If they did something special for the other teachers as a teacher assistant, they made sure they took care of me. And I mean, life was good for me. I mean, I, I, it was really cush. Really, because I could do my homework at work, so there was no, there were no problems. Okay, other than mm-hmm. I was not going to be able to finish my degree and work that job. That was one of the things. The other thing is, mm-hmm. no matter how much I work, how hard I work, how good I work, it's going to be forty hours and forty hours worth of pay. 
I'm not going to get 41 mm-hmm. hours. I'm not going to get 120 hours one week by surprise. It's still going to be 40 hours a week. So mm-hmm. I began to think about all these things. They crashed in. I said, okay, I'm, I'm crying my eyes out. I go to my mom that Sunday. She said, what's the matter with you? I'm light-skinned, so, you know, crying and red sealed eyelids don't really look good on me. Baggy eyes and looking <laughs> like a frog, okay? So mom said, what you want to do? And at the time, I was helping somebody with their magazine. And I said, I want to live my dream. She says, what, that little newspaper thing you're doing? And I was like, no, it's a magazine. I want to live my dream. I want to write. And so she was like, well, go live your dream. I stopped crying. And I looked at this woman like, wrong answer. <laughs> because what do I do next? She tells me to go live my dream. Now, what do I do next? So I'm saying all of that to say I did leave. I did not know what the next step is going to be. I was afraid a lot of the times. And for the first couple of weeks, it was cool. Matter of fact, five weeks, it was cool. Week five, T, I was crying. What the hell have I done? Mm. And I, I don't know. I can't go back to my job and tell them, hey, I was just playing. So <laughs> for me, the pressure was on. I wasn't making a difference at my job. I wasn't going to make more money on my job. So I was like, what the hell? And my mama said, hell, go live your dream. So I was like, that wasn't clear. Um, but that next day on Monday, I sat on the side of my bed and said, okay. And, you know, you got to call in, you know, in advance, you know, let them know you're not coming. So I figured I'd wait till the moment I was supposed to be walking through the door because I think that would be a good indicator I ain't coming back. That would get mm-hmm. you written up, you know. So I'm sitting there, and I call in. I say, listen, this is Miss Waddell, and I won't be back. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miss Waddell, you won't be in today? I'll let the principal know. I was like, no, I won't be back. And at the moment mm-hmm. I said that, that 30 seconds in my life sound real bold. I hang the phone up, and I crumbled on the side of my bed. I was like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. I trembled all over my body. But what ultimately happened, I said, okay, I don't know when I'm going to get paid. However, I have real estate in my home. I have three bedrooms, and my older two kids are not there. It's just me and my son. I need to get me a roommate because that's going to bring income in. Okay, so I started looking at all the things that were around me. Of course, this wasn't an an immediate thought, but for somebody who's thinking this, I want to put some things on your mind. If you can wean yourself off like T did, do it. If you feel like me and the pressure's against you and you say, I ain't going back tomorrow, listen to what I'm telling you, and this is going to get you a little, um, get you on the right track a little quicker because when you're thinking about not being able to pay your bills, it's tough. So I had to think, how am I going to have money coming here? Because, yeah, my mama told me, you know, go live my dream. I don't think she meant for me not to go back to work on Monday. She didn't say. However, when I went to go borrow some gas money a couple of times, she said, if you want to quit that job, you have some gas money, you know. But you do, need to have, you do need to have a bit of a plan. And if it's been in the back of your mind to follow your vision and you're afraid of what people are going to say, you're afraid that the lights are going to get cut off or you're not going to have um, money to feed your kids, because that's what people tell me. i got kids to feed. All of those fears find a solution, because all of those are problems. All of those fears you have are problems, find a solution for them. See, I know I done went on and on and on, but we need to take a break, and we're going to come back and get more into this, the decision to follow your vision. We'll be right back. Woo! I, had to, I think I had to get that out. It's like therapy for me. What do you think? <laughs> you didn't breathe much. <laughs> Maybe I could be a scuba diver. We'll be right back. (laughs) Come check out a unique brand of t-shirts featuring a manatee in a banana on a t-shirt. Banana Tea. We are a group of individuals that believe art can inspire others to help cure diabetes and the problems associated with it. Check out our Banana Tea Facebook page and support us by liking it, sharing with others, or purchasing our apparel. 
That is B-A-N-A-N-A-T-E-E on Facebook. Are you looking to buy or sell a bike? Turn to BicycleAds.com, the web's best classified site for bikes and accessories. From mountain bikes to racing bikes, road bikes, bicycle accessories, components and bike parts, and beyond. You'll find it all on BicycleAds.com. And the best part? It's totally free to use. So whether you're buying or selling, seeking new or used, turn to BicycleAds.com. It's simply the best classified site for your bike. That's www.bicycleads.com. Are you looking to avoid bankruptcy? Are you feeling overwhelmed with credit card debt and payday loans? DebtPoint is the solution. DebtPoint provides programs that provide an optimal solution to consolidate debts into one payment and resolve debts in the shortest time. Your debt can potentially be negotiated down for significantly less than what is owed, saving you thousands of dollars. Plans are customized for your unique situation and typically estimated between 24 and 48 months, depending on your budget. We also help you determine a monthly settlement savings plan based on your hardship. Debt management is also available if debt settlement is not the right option for you. What are you waiting for? If you're struggling, find out what program is right for you by giving one of our friendly debt consultants a call at 1-888-710-3328. Are you a business owner wanting more business? Check out Floyds.com, which is a free, easy-to-use business-to-business networking site where you can customize your profile, grow your network, and have your profile shared with potential clients. Visit Floyds.com and sign up today. Remember, it's free, and that site again is www.floydz.com. Are you in search of the perfect gift idea? Well, look no further. If you're seeking a fabulous gift basket in Great Toronto Area, Gift Basket Canada can help. Choose from a variety of gifts, from holiday-themed baskets to baby baskets, chocolate baskets, and even custom gift baskets with wine and champagne. Whether you need corporate gift baskets or gifts for that someone special, or a get well gift for a friend or family member, turn to the gifting experts at Gift Basket Canada. Learn more today at giftbasketcanada.com. That's www.giftbasketcanada.com. Calling all dreamers. Dreamers, come and get You ready? Come and get it, you want it. Come and get it, right here. Come and get it, for real. Just come and get it. Takes work, but you can get it. Takes time, but you can get it. Stop talking. Come and get it. Keep pushing, and you will get it. You're hoping at for great things when you dream. Watching others make it happen easily, it seems. But you don't see behind the scenes, it's called the real deal. You gotta make it happen, now that's 
to this needs to be said. I guess I took an air break, T, so I could breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, our topic for today is the decision to follow your vision. And we absolutely want people to to think about having a plan, whichever route they decide to take. But um, let's turn it back over to you because you have um, a program that you're rolling out that you want people, you know, to begin to discover themselves what they're supposed to be doing and to begin to build confidence. So talk some more about that as well as our topic today. You can also chime in on me not breathing, too. <laughs> I, I Breathe, girl. You know, you're going to be okay. You're going to live. <laughs> but um, as far as the program, I have partnered with um, UT Arlington here in Dallas and also with UT North Dallas, and I'm offering an intern program and also a mentoring program. But as far as people who would like to start, a, um, you know, their own business and the mentoring, the first thing I'm going to say is you have to have a mentor. You have to have somebody that's helping you that is yeah. further than you are. If you're a mentor and you are both walking, I mean, y'all can't do nothing but talk about how to get a car. Somebody's got to have a ride to get you where you need to be. So you you have to invest in some sort of mentor. The mentoring audios are only going to be $10, and this is a class Mm -hmm. that you will get that will break everything down for you because it's going to take time to absorb everything. We can just touch on a few highlighted points, 
but you need to be able to throw this in your CD player or whatever the case may be and just listen and just say, okay, now I need to take notes. Now I need to strategize. And that's what I used Uh to do. I used to commute to work. I would always have some sort of mentor that I was listening to, whether it was Juanita Bynum or Paula White, Dr. Lynn or whomever, and I just let it play on my way to work and on my way home. By the time I got home, I was a little bit smarter. So, well, T, how do you decide who you listen to or who, who do you decide who who's your mentor? I'll get to how do you decide how you get them in your life, whether speaking or through audio, like you said, but how did you choose Juanita Bynum? Well, at the moment, um, and it depends on where you are at that particular time, at the moment I chose Juanita Bynum because she had a lot of spiritual knowledge that I needed to know. And one thing I tell people is don't get caught up in the mentor's life. Get caught up in the mentor's information. Mentors Mm. are like buses. They just get you from one destination to the next. But it's not your job Mm -hmm. to get on the bus and say, why does this bus driver smell like cigarettes and why his hair got that part down the middle? That's not important. You catch the Mm -hmm. bus to wherever you're supposed to go next. If you get caught up in the mentor's life, you may say, well, she was on the news the other day for stealing some bubble gum out the store. Now you just missed all the teaching that she had to offer because right. you caught up on something that's irrelevant, you know? So Ooh, you're you talking to the human some... condition now. Now help me. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jump on in there if you need to. Jump on in there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm thinking, okay, because, I mean, I'm following this person because for so many other things, but you said something powerful. Listen to the message not the messenger. And I've heard that a lot of times in in church where they would say, okay, it may be a bum on the street that can tell you, you know, some words of wisdom, and you're looking, oh, well, he's homeless and he's dirty and smelly, and so what? how do we know he knows what he's talking about? So talk right. to the human condition of how do I override her stealing gum at the, at the um, store and her message or his message? Right, because whatever fetish she has with bubble gum, and I'm not saying she's got a fetish with bubble gum. I don't want to buy right. that and Facebook it. But, the but whoever, the is, is. whoever the whoever mentor is, whoever the mentor yeah. is, that has nothing to do with the information that she's given me that I need from her. She has something inside of her that I need, and if I can just stay focused on that and get that information, everything else is irrelevant. Because no matter who you look at online, you probably can pull up some dirt on somebody. There are uh-huh, very few uh-huh. people that have a perfectly spotless record. If it's not them, they may have come from a jacked-up background. So uh-huh. the, the point is you can't get focused on their personal life. What are they offering that you need that's going to take you to the next level? Because what's going to transition you from where you are to where you're supposed to be is information. That's the only thing standing in between you and your destiny is information because information creates transformation, which means now there is a change going on mentally and spiritually, so you're about to do something different. Right, That's why right. the stores are so powerful and they are so important. So to get back to your question, it depends on what you're needing the mentor for. And that will, come from your first, um, that will come from your first lesson of, me discovering who I am or what it is exactly. my purpose is. Because exactly. if we find out what my purpose is, then I can have a better idea of, you know, who do I like listen to or whose message is in line with the, with what I'm doing or who, who inspires me when I go through it. I might like the way Will Smith looks, but what he's talking about doesn't necessarily resonate with me when Les Brown does or something like that. So am I going? Am I thinking around the, light, the right path with that first lesson? 
you hitting it. You hitting it. That okay, is very, okay, very okay. that that is very very important to find out what are you trying to do. For example, if my goal is to have a famous restaurant someday, this is what I want to do. I'm just making up something. Then you might need to go online and look up famous restaurant owners. Who owns the million-dollar restaurants, the billion-dollar restaurants? Okay, well, after you find that out, look them up on YouTube. They might have a channel. If they have a channel, they might have interviews. If they have interviews, they're talking. If they're talking, they're giving information. Now you get inside the mind of the mentor. Okay. Once somebody that you like, then you subscribe to that channel. So as they're posting videos, you can pay attention and say, oh, so that's how the vision began. Because all great leaders right. All right. Now, now, now you said something. You said don't get wrapped up in them personally, but then listen to their story. So help me again. <laughs> because the, the, their beginnings and how they got where they are with their dream is always good. I love to hear. What's your story? How did you start that? And that's how, you know, we started last week talking. But when do I, when do I find the line between listening to their story of how they got to the dream and what they do every day now? You determine what's relevant and what's not to what you're focusing on. For example, okay. like I said, all great leaders have some sort of story. They've been through something. And mm-hmm. if, you, if you're if you saying, I want to be a businesswoman, but I share my story of the background that I had growing up in South Central L.A. and some of the things that I've been through as a child, and then I say, oh, well, for two years I smoked crack, you know, and I'm just making that up. I've never smoked crack. But the point is, if that's throwing you off, the fact of smoking crack, and you say, oh, now I can't even listen to her because she smoked crack. Nine times out of ten, that crack smoking has targeted something inside of you that caused you to turn me off because of the fact that now you're mad. Now I don't even want to listen to her no more. Or she committed adultery. She cheated on her husband. Or she's been married five times. Whatever the case may be. And that has be. nothing to do with starting a business. That has nothing. Now you all off the page, and that's okay, where we gotcha. are today in media. We get so focused on the drama and the irrelevant stuff that we're not learning anymore. We, we don't even have light workers out there. What I mean by light workers, people about their business making the world better because we too focused on the ignorant stuff. We're, we're defocused. Okay. So, okay. So if you're focused, you'll be able to focus on what you need. And someone gave me this analogy. It just popped into my head. Eat the fish, spit out the bones. Mm. So you're All eating right, the meat. Yeah. And if you and if you eat fish bones, and then maybe that's not a good analogy for you, but the average person is not eating the fish bones. Um, so right. take what you need, leave what you don't. Take what you need, leave what you don't need. I like okay. that. I like that. So um, I'm getting to know who I am. I'm going to be able to choose my mentors based on what I need at this time. And you know, which at that point you should know what you need. Like for myself, I needed someone that could teach me how to be a proficient um, educator. I needed someone that could teach me how to do radio. And so it's, I'm going to use radio as my, my main example. I did go to school to become a teacher, but radio was my, my biggest task because there wasn't a curriculum per se. Go take this class and you get tested here. But I chose people that in my community that did radio that I admired, and I got the opportunity to work with one of my mentors for six months on the FM station, and I learned the ins and outs, and I wanted to see how did that simulate to what I'm doing on the online radio show. And then I also went to a community college that has a radio station. So I'm learning from different people, different styles, different formats, how to, you know, just different things. 
So I, I sought that out, and that's what you do. And sometimes that looks like an internship. Sometimes it looked like um, the community college offered a free class, actually, and they offered that class because they wanted people to actually come in and be their DJs on their radio station. So they're going to teach you their way and give you the airtime. Um, mm-hmm. Same thing with television. I interned. So your mentor can be um, the CD um, series that you're talking about, T. It could be the YouTube videos that we like to tune into. It could be physically going to a conference because that person's coming in town. It could be watching the own network when she's doing those people that come on and tell their stories. Your mentor can come to you in many different ways. Riding in your car, most of us who work in a job that you have, you know, an hour or two per day in your car, put in the audio, listen to it. If you got the, you know, you're so, you know, savvy, you got the iPod and it, you, you know, linked into your radio, then do that. But listen. And you said when you got by the time you got home each day, you were a little bit smarter. You were a little bit more aware of, you know, what it is you're supposed to be doing and how to get there. So I, li- I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. And it's important. You know, people are all over the place. When I started, this needs to be said, I was taking an entrepreneur class, and the guy says, well, who's your target audience? I said, oh, everybody. Everybody has elephants in the room. He said, mm-hmm. pick one. Oh, no, it's difficult to pick one. And I, at that moment, I knew for sure he didn't know what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. I was like, they let him teach the class? He has no idea. He has he has an idea. <laughs> so it, it is a, a bit of a task to narrow down who you're talking to, who's your audience, why are you talking to them, and why they should listen to you. And then I, I wow. think that may even move me over to your second class of why should they listen to me because now I'm not really sure they should be listening to me. T, I can't trust you if I can't trust myself because you listening to me. <laughs> See you listening to me. I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. And you listening? We both got a problem. So building that confidence. So tell me about the the step two. Um, the part two of the lesson, just to go into a little bit about. Well, I'm saying, are you are you talking about step two? Or are you talking about part two? It's for the second. Part lesson. two. Part two. Part two. The, the okay. second series. Sorry. Part two of the second series again is believing in yourself, and this is where it's going to discuss how to deal with the the dream killers, you know, those people that you tell your vision to and you're just pumped up and you're ready to go and you Mm. feel like you got this bright idea and then you pitch it to them and they just totally shoot you down. So now your your Mm. self-esteem, you know, is lower. Now you're feeling like, well, maybe this isn't a good idea. The way that you know whether a person is a dream stealer or a dream killer versus somebody that feeds the vision is how it makes you feel afterwards. Now, Keep in mind, sometimes people just give you good critical advice, and we don't want to hear it, so we assume yeah. that they're dream killers, and that's not necessarily yeah. the truth. If what you're doing keeps putting you in a negative position and you constantly broke and miserable, then you might need somebody to give you a reality check because obviously you're going the wrong way. So yeah. you, you, you got to know the difference. You know, you can't just assume everybody is a hater. No. Um. Another thing is don't expect other people to share in your vision. You know, it's going to basically discuss why you can't expect that. That's an unrealistic expectation. You can't mm-hmm. expect people to fund your vision. Oh, well, I got an idea. I want to start a football team, but I want to fund it uh-huh. with your money. And now you're uh-huh. mad because you don't want to give me the $2,000 for this team. That's your vision. You know, right. how are you going to expect somebody else to take care of you while you just living your life, living this fantasy. That's your stuff. 
So, right. you know, it, it's going to basically talk about that. Um, it, it's going to discuss so many things. Being the best at what you do, you got to know your craft. You know, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know the information. If somebody comes to you and asks you about your product and you really like, well, I don't know, or really, then that doesn't look good. So, you know, it's going to talk about a lot. Yeah, I like that. And it doesn't mean that person doesn't believe in what you're doing. They're not obligated. There was a guy who um, owned a cookie store a few years ago, and he was saying to me, he said, those people who don't support you, they're not here. They weren't sitting here to help you. That's not their assignment. Just because they're your family or your friends, they're not obligated to help you further along your vision. There are other people out there that are there to help you. You ask the universe for what you want, you will get that. The problem is we want to obligate everybody but the right people to helping us bring right. that right. past. So, yeah. Yeah, that that's good stuff. That's good stuff for and them definitely to go ahead. You made me think of something also, part three, that's where it's going to talk about who's endorsing your vision. And what I mean by mm-hmm. that is what you just said. Who are those people in your life that's actually stepping up for you? What are some things that you're going to need to do to be able to get that business out there? Um, being able to, to take examples of different celebrities that had one platform that actually turned into something else and why that's even important. So there is so much to connect the dots. That's why I say you can't just do it in 30 minutes. You can't just say, okay, we're going to dedicate five minutes and talk about this because there's so much you have to talk about. And then the human mind is only designed to, to, to retain about 30% of the information that it's getting. So all this stuff I just said, probably only 30% of that is going to stick with people. That's why you need mm-hmm. audio. That's why you should keep playing it over and over and over again. If I tell you to close your eyes and visualize a brown cow, a brown cow, and I just keep saying brown cow for like 10 seconds, and then I tell you to think about some pink flowers, well, the brown cow is gone. And you're like, <laughs> okay, now, because I'm on the pink flowers now. See how your yep, mind can't yep. hold two things like that? So if you're not having that information in front of you where it's accessible to listen to it over and over and over, you're losing stuff, you know. Yeah. Kat, have you ever watched a movie like three or four times and each time you see something you didn't notice the last time? Yes. And I was like, and, it, and I've watched it more than three or four times. It could be years later, but my favorite movie. And I was like, I never noticed that. But, yeah, <laughs> you, keep, yeah. you keep missing something. Yeah. You keep, exa- because your mind can't. Your mind cannot hold the whole movie. You're going to have to keep playing it back. And because you already have information in your subconscious mind that you remember, now it's open to receive new information. So that's uh-huh. just how the mind is designed. One of my favorite movies is The Secret. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. You ever heard of The Secret? Yes. Yes. Okay. I love it. I have built my business, my dreams, everything off of methods from The Secret and, you know, prayer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Every time I watch that movie, and I know I've watched it at least seven times. I know I have. I see something I didn't see the last time. And it's like, how they do that? You know, <laughs> I remember this guy with this blue suit on holding his ball. He, he wasn't on there last time. But I've watched uh-huh. the movie over and over. So, again, wow. there, there is so much to learn, so much. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people are not successful in business because they're not willing to invest. But you have oh, wow. some cultures, they're always trying to advance themselves, always going to classes and workshops and trying to learn how to be a better business person and what grants are out there and having good credit. 
you know, we down mm-hmm. them like, oh, you think you such and such because you got you're good credit and you're doing it. You're doing too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's not ignorant, I don't know what is, you know. But mm-hmm. if you walk around with your pants sagging, cussing and acting a fool, it's like you're this culture. And I'm not even saying in any culture. So if people are already figuring out what it is, then there it is. Yeah. We, yeah. we got work to do. We got a lot of work to Lots do. Lots of work to do. Now, I'm excited about your course that you're offering. How do people get in touch with you? How do they get the files? How, how do they take this class? How do they get that? Okay, right now it's going to be available on download. They can also get a CD copy mailed to them if they want to, but if they need more information, they can just go to the site, which is blackhairgrow.biz. There's a contact page. Just send me a message and say, hey, I'm interested in part one. How do I go about getting it or whatever the case may be? And that way, if they have any questions, I can address the questions. Sounds good. And there's also going to be a page pretty soon that's going to be for mentoring, and so they'll be able to just click on the page and download it. Okay. Well, right now, give them um, one more time how they can get it today. That website is blackhairgrowth.biz. You can click on the um, contact page and just send me a message and let me know what you're interested in. But right now what's available is part one because we're going to start from the basics. And part one is the title of our program today, The Decision to Follow Your Vision. So you want to send T. Royster a message on her website, blackhairgrowth.biz, and let her know, hey, I heard you on This Needs to Be Said, and I am ready to make the decision to follow my vision, and I want to get that part one. And how expensive is it going to be for me to invest in myself? That course is only going to be $10. All right. All right. So if they have any more questions, they can contact you there so they can get um, signed up. And it's online. It sounds like it's a self-paced course. Or am I going to have to do it at a certain time and turn in homework to you? How does that work? No, no, no. It will basically just be a course as far as a recorded they listen to it mm-hmm. at their own pace. That's why they're going to download mm-hmm. it or either order the CD. And mm-hmm. you don't have to turn in any homework to me. This is just step one, which is, first of all, a huge step, which is to make that decision. That's huge. A lot of people don't realize how huge that is, making that decision mm-hmm. to follow, follow your vision. That means you stepped out. A lot of people yeah. haven't done that. Yeah. So that's for me. You don't need to turn me in any homework. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> T, thank you for yet another great show. Interacting with you as always is good. I I'm loving thank it. You. I love this I'm loving what you're doing. And this is one of the first things people need to know. Define your purpose. What is it you're gonna do? And your course is gonna be able to help them figure that out. What is it I'm supposed to be doing? I don't know. Right. So right. you wanna get clear? You wanna get clear? That is what you need. And I've heard that over the years, get clear, get clear, get clear, and it's so vague. But now there's a course for you to get clear. Right. So, T, thank you And all you're going to need is paper and pen. Oh, I love it. I'm grateful for paper and pen every time, (laughs) always. So being able to take some notes because it's self-reflection. You know, and if your your thought of what you do and what you really do don't line up your reality Mm -hmm. as you clean up the kitchen when you only really wash the dishes and you don't wipe off the counter, sweep the floor, and mop, you don't really clean the kitchen. <laughs> this will be something mm. that will clarify for you. You're not really getting it all in there. But nobody has to tell you that. And I like right. what you said earlier about the people who are putting you down as opposed to the people who are giving you 
what is really constructive criticism. Hey, I noticed that you think you clean the kitchen, and every time you clean the kitchen, you only wash the dishes. Why don't you wipe the counter, sweep the floor, mop the floor, because that's part of the kitchen too. Oh, well, I didn't think of it like that. I always thought that if I washed the dishes, that was cleaning the kitchen. That helps you come up with your answer on your own as opposed mm-hmm. to, ah, oh, you lie, you don't clean the kitchen. I would listen mm-hmm. to the first person as opposed to the second person. So being able to listen to an audio in private, because nobody wants to admit that they're not quite on track, even though you're not. You're not. You just don't want everybody to know how far you're not on track. It's scary and embarrassing. Right. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But as adults, we think we should know certain things by a certain age, which gets us in trouble for knowing so much, right? But so that you, is so, so true. So you said that earlier made me think of that. Go ahead. You, you just made me think of a quote from Erica Badu, and I just love Erica Badu. She says, the man that knows something realizes that he knows nothing at all. Nothing at and all. Erica's oh, so yeah. deep sometimes. You, you, you got to put on your, your, your swimming gear and, and dive <laughs> in to realize what is this sister saying? You know, but what she's <laughs> actually saying is the person that thinks they know everything really don't know nothing. The person yeah. that knows something realizes I still need to learn. I got a long way to go because if you know, it's your show. If you know everything, you should have everything. And most of us don't already have the million-dollar home or the cars or even yeah. being able to pay our bills on time and have money left over. So if you yeah. know everything, it should show. That's what we have to look yeah. at a reality check. You know, my boss used to used to tell me, I would get mad and say, why, do, why are people such haters? Why do they got to come back and lie and say this and say that? And she would, she would ask me one question, is any of it true? And, you know, I'm looking at her like, why you, why you got to go there? Nobody asked you all that. But the point was, mm-hmm. if any of it is true, you need to take a look at that. Don't worry about what they're saying and how they're saying it. Haters can't see what you don't show. So if you stop mm-hmm. showing them jacked up stuff, they don't have nothing to talk about. That's my thought. <laughs> that is. I, I like your thought. <laughs> T, thank you again <laughs> for being a part of This Needs to Be Said. Check her out for this first lesson. The decision to live to um, <laughs> get my words together. The decision to follow your vision. To follow the vision. Go, that's right. The vision. All right. Blackhairgrowth.biz. Send her a message. Yes. Get started today. Getting clear. You don't have to quit your job. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm telling you to take a step. Keep your job. Take a step. Get this downloadable course. This first step. This first lesson, and begin your journey. Thank you so much, T, for being a part of this needs to be said. You're welcome. All right, enjoy the show. You have a good day. There will never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, it's not going to happen. You know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. that a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing. They stop wanting anything. They, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like. Jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, 
What are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs and they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day. Workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. That the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm.
you have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for, to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep if all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on east. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe. In a world where businesses are plagued by overwhelming numbers of difficulties, one support network will rise to protect business owners from devastation. Dreams Woven Support Network. Under the guidance of the experts at Dreams Woven, business owners will be able to stay focused and stay motivated as they work their way toward their dreams. To run a business is to fight in a battle, a battle against a fleet of hardships that threatens to bring the business toward failure. To win that battle, one must have the adequate resources and a plan to combat the seemingly endless barrage of hardships. With the power of the Dreams Woven Support Network, obtaining the resources and plan for the battle of business is simple. By using the multitude of tips and resources provided by Dreams Woven, one will be able to vanquish any hardships that arise and bring one's business to success. 897 is all it takes to acquire the power of Dreams Woven. Sign up today at dreamswovensupportnetwork.org to achieve success for your business and to have your dream woven into reality. I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. The San Francisco Chronicle reports that someone has dropped off more than 100 tuxedo cats which are named for their distinctive black and white markings at an animal shelter. Marin Humane Society spokeswoman Lisa Block says that on Monday a car pulled up to the Marin Humane Society in Novato, leaving behind three boxes. Block tells the newspaper that inside were 24 tuxedo cats. She says it was the fourth such occurrence in the last 18 months, and videotape shows it's the same person each time. Spay and neutering, people. Spay and neutering. Does nobody watch the end of The Price is Right anymore? Is there a doctor of chocolate in the house? Cambridge University in England is seeking a doctoral student to pursue what sounds like the sweetest job in the world, studying the fundamentals of chocolate. The research goal, according to the job description, is to identify ways of keeping chocolate-based food from melting in warm climates. That's a challenge, given that even the best quality chocolate starts going soft around 93 degrees Fahrenheit, below human body temperature. A solution could fatten the profits of the world's top 10 chocolate companies, which last year posted confectionery sales exceeding $85 billion. Okay, well, you know, I don't have a PhD, but if you, need, if you guys need a taste tester, 
I am imminently qualified. Well, as Netflix, Kickstarter, Tumblr, and a host of other websites on Wednesday urged users to chime in on the need for robust net neutrality rules, the FCC said the total public comments on the issue reached close to 1.5 million. That figure is greater than the previous record of 1.4 million comments that flooded into the FCC following Janet Jackson's infamous wardrobe malfunction at the 2004 Super Bowl halftime show. So to interpret that for you, America is bothered more by slow streaming of Sons of Anarchy than public nudity. The New Mexico High School yearbook is raising eyebrows after it published a racy photo of students under a, quote, most likely to skinny dip, unquote, category. Portales High School students picked up their 2014 issues last week and found the risque image among the others in traditional categories. In the photo, two students chosen for the award appear to be naked, posing behind a tree. Portales High School assistant, Principal Garrick Matthews, says students were trying to be humorous, but it didn't go over well with some who saw the yearbook. Matthews says the district has received numerous complaints. Uh, the district says from now on, another set of eyes will be viewing the yearbook before it's published. Although, I'm sure if you keep printing naked pics of the students, you're going to have more than just one other set of eyes giving it a look. Trust me. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. If you'd like to get weird news throughout the day, you can download our brand new Daily Dose of Weird News app in your Google App Store. Check it out. DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, Morning, how are you? Fine, thanks, in you? It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed a celibate, we rise.
Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.